The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Alice Leahy from the Alice Leahy Trust is with me in studio. Alice, Happy New Year. And same to you, Kieran. Did you have a nice Christmas? Lovely, nice and quiet. Thank you. Lovely. Yeah. But the Did best, the nice best Christmas? kind of Christmas. This is similar. We had our kids are young, so. A frantic Lovely. couple of hours on uh, the 25th, early in the morning. Nice. Very early, but too early. <laughs> and uh, and then things calmed down. Yeah. And it was lovely, yeah. Lovely. It was great. Um, listen, we're not here to talk about Christmas. We're here to talk about books. <laughs> and we've asked you in to talk about your favourite book of all time. And Alice, you've rejected the premise of the question, I understand. Yeah, do you know, I don't like the term favourite, <laughs> like the, the favourite in the race or the favourite person or whatever, mm. because somehow it leaves a lot of very special things behind. So I like the word treasured. OK, yeah. so instead you've, you've taken our, our, our request to pick your favourite book and you've turned it we into won't your, argue your most treasured book. Yeah. So what is your most treasured book? No, I have a number of books. Well, it's hard, very hard to pick one, it's isn't very it? Hard yeah. To pick one. And I was looking back at a number of very special books that were all written and published around the 70s. So I think there was a lot something in the air mm. around the 70s. But I, the one I'm going to dwell on is a bit down the road, but I would like to mention The Prophet. Do you remember The Prophet by The Poetry Book? The, the Prophet by Cahil Gibran. Uh, it was he was a Lebanese poet. He was born in the Lebanon, in 1883. He was a writer, an artist, a poet. And he died at the age of 46. But he wrote an amazing book. And he spoke about everything from the time we were born until the time we die. It wasn't a religious book because he spoke about the unity of all religions. Mm. He spoke about life having a purpose. And they they were all philosophical essays about death, about life, about love, about work, about grief, everything you could think of. And a lot of his essays were picked up by the Beatles and Elvis and Johnny Cash and... In a way, it's a book, I think it's a book of our time now because okay. he spoke about peace and he spoke about reflection and he spoke about wonder. And I think it's a book that I would love to see people of all ages starting to read again. The Prophet by Khalil Gibran. Khalil Gibran, yeah. And it was first published in the early 1920s. Okay. Three or 26, I can't remember which. Okay. Uh, any other notable mentions you want to give before we get on to your yeah, but, uh, actual treasured book? Not favourite. A few other books, maybe you want me to mention. Yeah, go on. Yeah, uh, Paulo Freire, the Pedagogy of the Oppressed, mm-hmm. and he was in Brazil. And actually, the more I look back at the books I read and I treasure, there's always something about education, not education as we know it today. The other one I was looking at was. Um, the founder of Simon, I knew him and he stayed in my bedsit on his last visit to Dublin. And the year he died, he sent me a copy of his book and he said, with love from the old Dosser and thanks for putting me up. <laughs> well, you know, I read that book again recently and everything he said then in the 70s, it should be said today. Really? Not, it should be a book to kind of reflect on because there is no philosophical debate taking place on any of the issues of our time. And the other one was, which was well before your time, Bird's Nest Soup. Hannah Greeley wrote this. There was a documentary done in RT some time ago about it. She spent 20 years locked up in an asylum in, um, uh, not Mullingar, St. Lomans down that, I can't think of the yeah. no, down there. It was the most marvellous book. She was a very brilliant woman, very bright, but she was yeah. locked up. 
And it's a book I think we need to look at because somehow psychiatry now has become something you just treat with medication. And she spoke about people being locked up with psychiatric labels who were only locked up because they were different. Bird's nest soup. And I think we needed Tahana really to resurrect that book again. Well, we're getting great value for money here from you. So yeah. The Prophet by uh, Khalil Gibran, No Fixed Abode uh, by Anton Wallach Clifford, Bird's Nest Soup by Hannah Greeley, yeah. and what? The Pedagogy, the pedagogy of, of the Oppressed. Of the oppressed. Of and now oh I'm God. getting on. Now, to your most treasured. The one treasured. that actually brings them all <laughs> yeah. together. And it was, it was that wonderful John Quinn. Now, John Quinn worked in RTE. He's now living in Galway, and I hope, John, you might be listening into News Talk. But he did a series of interviews in 1992 on my education. And then in 1997, he interviewed about 50 people. Now, I should say that I'm included in that and I'm deeply honoured. Oh, wow. But there were lots of movers and shakers in that. Well, I've no doubt that you were there. Tony O'Reilly, Seamus Heaney, Gareth Fitzgerald, Michael D, our beloved president, Brendan Kennelly, Charles Handy, Naam Chomsky, uh, T.P. McKenna, Ken Whittaker, Jan Vanier, Fanula Flanagan, Sir Peter Ustinov. Uh, you're just uh, showing off Senator now, Alice. Gordon this Wilson. is the shameless, this is shameless bragging. I'm shameless bragging. I, I thought I would never get to this stage. <laughs> but anyway, I remember going out to John Quinn and sitting in the studio would be nothing like this. It was a dark, bare studio, two chairs and a table and an old-fashioned tape recorder and sitting there with John. John really looks at education by looking outside the box. Mm. Because as you know, education now is all about cut and paste. And, yeah. Uh, and we're missing out on something. And even the universities are. So John would really have been, he saw the value of education, but he also looked at the university of life. So all of the people he had in this then, he got great value out of those 50 interviews. Oh, I'm sure. Because um, three years in, in um Three years later, or five years later, he produced a book on the same interviews, My Education. And then in 2009, another book with the same contributors, The Curious Mind. Now, the all are wonderful titles. And anyway, the latest book is this beautiful book, John Quinn. Homage, a salute to 50 memorable minds. minds. Now, the wonderful thing about... Now, I would say there was a fair bit of editing done in that, so some things may have been cut out. But he has managed in all those years Mm. to continue talking about what's important in education. And the people he interviewed were uh, were the people he had... the, The book had offered a fascinating insight into the shaping of people who are or who have been to the forefront of Irish society and beyond, mm. from a Nobel Prize winner to leaders of church and state. And John, John's interviews are sometimes played in Sunday miscellany. You're probably arrested on a Sunday morning, but occasionally... Oh, it's like a busman's it's holiday listening station. to Sunday miscellany. But exactly. I'd be listening to I Anton. Those books are really, I think, for all ages. And what I like about it, I suddenly see someone's name on the paper and I say... God, I must look up and see has John that in the book. But there is great understanding yeah. of the wider world. And in some ways, all the books I treasure, they're all kind of connected because I yeah. don't like books that haven't got a, a message in them. And certainly, well, certainly that book and The Prophet as well, um, 
if not maybe the likes of Bird Nest Soup, but certainly those two. They're books you can dip in and out of, are they? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you can, and you can... Uh, You're not reading this necessarily sitting down and no, reading that start to finish. You can have it the bed or you can have yeah. it anywhere in the house and pick it up. And it suits all ages. And I think there's a basis for a good discussion around all the interviews. And John has managed to produce a book nearly every year. I mean, he did when his poor wife Olive died. Uh, Dear Olive, uh, that he wrote that. He has written books for children. Mm. But I think that the main books that I really treasure are his ones that they're all about, this, they're all the same people, but he has managed to keep it going, looking at education, as you're doing every day in the media. Yeah, they all, they're all of a theme, I guess, the, the yeah. books you've talked about. Yeah. They're about kind of maybe stepping back and reflecting on yeah. our values in society. Values. And what people... People, people, a lot of the people in the book are people, you know, some are dead now, but they've struggled very hard and they've worked to make our country and our world a better place. Yeah. And it's it, it's a kind of, a, a, we have lost the ability to have a philosophical debate. Do what they, they do, all those books, it's the word that, that strikes me that connects them all, is perspective. They all maybe yeah. uh, try to give us a sense of perspective they do. on society. Is that something that you think is missing sometimes in the, I guess, the kind of the, the cut and thrust of every day? Oh, I do. And I find, and, and I say it to my colleagues at work, and, and, I, and I must say I always appreciate coming over here because it gives me a chance to say some of the things <laughs> that, that I think are important. I remember years ago I was in the Royal London Hospital in mm. London and Dame Cecily Saunders and Sally Trench, there was a not Bury Me in My Boots, there was another book and she was there. But I remember in that hospital, I was only there for a short time looking at intensive care units and... There was a meeting held one night. There were the porters, the administrators, the consultants, the patients, everyone there. And there was a wonderful discussion around kind of what is it all about? Wasn't it Gay Byrne you said? What is it all about? <laughs> but we, we don't have that conversation. And I think this is the beginning of a new year. And I think we need to get that going. I mean, I myself, I've been thinking for a long time of trying to get some series of maybe public lectures or something like that. But then public lectures without space for discussion are just public lectures. Yeah. Talking at people. Talking at people. Coming across as the expert who knows everything. And I think when you see people struggling now with their exams and Everyone wants to go to university. Everyone wants to get a degree. And at the end of it, they're struggling to get a job and they feel very often useless because they can't get that job they've worked so hard for. Mm. We needed a discussion about what is education about? Isn't it really about us? When you look at the horror in the Middle East, the war in Ukraine, the riots in our own lovely Dublin city, you have to stand back and say, what can we all do about it? And I think we can do something and we have to do something first by admitting it's happening, but also by saying, yes, there are solutions. Homage by John Quinn is uh, Alice Leahy's most treasured book. What are you reading at the moment, Alice? Well, I'm reading two books. I always oh, read two books. OK. Now, I'm only, I must say I'm looking forward to Sebastian Barry and Sheila Flanagan's Snick's books. I think they're great. I'm reading very slowly The Beasting by Paul Murray. Oh, yes. This was the finalist in the Booker Prize, yeah, wasn't it? I'm wondering where those two women are going because sometimes I get disappointed when I'm halfway through a book and you say, I know the end of it. So you do, you get, do you give up books that you don't know? enjoy. You know, no, some I people do. are kind of zealots oh, about no, that. I, I think you always books have to I enjoy, book. I enjoy, I keep. Yeah. Now, I'm also reading a big novel by Penny Vincenzi, I think, as it pronounced it. It's about a 500-page oh, novel. God, yeah. Historical novel. I got for a euro at the local St. Louis 
Louis Convent's Christmas sale. So I'm balancing those on the bed, What's one that on about? each side. It's a historical novel. It's interesting because it's, you know, there's a bit of romance in it, of course, that's the reason all those novels. But it's about families involved in a business and the rivalries and the love affairs and the pain and the suffering. And I'm sure it'll all end well, but it's 500 or six pages, so I have a bit to go yet. But I, I bought a book recently on conversations and I couldn't read past the first two pages. I dropped it into the charity shop. If I don't feel involved in You're the first right. few pages, that's it. You're dead right, Alice. I'm, yeah. I'm a big believer in that. If the book's <laughs> no good... Give it up. Uh, Alice Leahy of the Alice Leahy Trust. Listen, thank you very, very much uh, for that. Great, great recommendations, I think, for people. And lots of people will, as part of their New Year's resolutions, uh, might have reading a bit more high up on the list. So there's some inspiration uh, for you. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.